All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Dylan Cruz, and you're listening to One Team, One Podcast. One team, one podcast back. Um, starting a little early tonight. Uh, the weather is shit. So uh wanted to start a little early just in case, actually in case the uh, power goes out. But um, uh, glad anybody that's listening to us. Uh, we appreciate all of the listens. Um, Going to talk a lot of baseball tonight. Uh, opening day being tomorrow. Um there's not, still no good things to talk about with basketball other than women's basketball. Um, they lost, obviously, last week uh, to South Carolina. Kind of expected, but um, they'll probably write the ship tonight. Um, I should have pet, put that, found that betting line. Um, something to do after this, possibly. Um, yeah, want to get into some baseball talk tonight. Obviously, opening day tomorrow. They moved it up to 3 o'clock. Uh, wanted to talk about the uh, rotation that they came out with today. Uh, Jay Johnson was kind of keeping it hush hush a little bit. Uh, came out with it today. Want to talk about that, um, but also get into. I posted a tweet today. My all time starting nine, <clears throat> and I know every time I post one of these lists or all time things or whatever it is, it's completely my opinion. And uh, but I know I'm about to get like backlash. Like people are just going to fire at me. What about this guy? You know, you put some respect on this guy's name, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and that happened all fucking day, all day. I'm like, Christ almighty. So I knew what I was doing when I did it, but um, we're going to talk about that a little bit. I'll show that. We can kind of discuss it. Anybody in the, ch- if, if you jump in the chat, um, let me know if you, if you saw something that you missed or uh, anybody you want to debate, we could do that. Um, kind of wanted to go over that, but um. Before we do that, appreciate all of our sponsors. Um, Bank of England Mortgage, we appreciate um, Patrick Michelson over at Bank of England Mortgage. Great guy, uh, doing good things in Baton Rouge. Give him a call, 225-810-1805. Patrick is a good friend of mine. Uh, he'll help you out with any mortgage or refi needs. Also, River City's total maintenance in NOLA and North Shore area. Uh, give them a call. That's Lucas over there at uh, River City's Total Maintenance. Lucas Ragusa, if you know the Ragusas, the Ragusas are, are AC legends in Baton Rouge. He's one of them. Uh, 504-841-3300, nola-ac.com. And then Brandon Lejan over at Courtesy Automotive Group. First of all, you need to follow him on Facebook. He posts all of his deals on Facebook. Go follow him over there, but you can give him a call directly, 337 224 
one eight six seven. He's can work a deal. He'll find a car for you. He'll do it all for you uh, remotely if you want. So uh, do that. Also, Fred's in Tigerland um, since nineteen eighty two. They've been rocking them uh, them screwdrivers. So check them out. You can follow them on Instagram. You can follow and see all their drink specials and also events coming up. Um, they do the fucking uh, and Bocock Brothers cigars. Be cocky. Um, smoked one uh, a couple days ago. So. Uh, go check them out at bocockbrothers.com um, for all your cigar needs. Uh, and they have some golf gear online as well. So do that. Also, uh, talking to the Jambalaya Pot, um, they're actually on campus. Uh, if you know, across the street from uh, the uh, the dairy school uh, or like the, the ice cream, I forget what you call it, the dairy dairy store. Uh, they're right across the street from there. They have their uh, their truck pulled up. If you wanted to get through the gates at LSU, just tell them that you're going to the Jumble iPod, and they'll let you in. Um, but you can go check those guys out. Uh, we're going to be working to deal with them pretty soon here, too. So go check those guys out. We appreciate all of our sponsors, and we appreciate you guys for um, reaching out to them. All right, so LSU uh, starting tomorrow uh, against Western Michigan. Um, they moved up the game to 3 o'clock because of weather and i believe the only weather that we're going to have tomorrow if i'm not mistaken i thought it was just going to be cold and wind um but if y'all know let me know uh but i thought it was i thought that was the only issue um so they moved up to three which kind of ticked off lsu facebook is pissed about this guys they moved it up to three o'clock they don't know what they're gonna do they're gonna have to get out of school get out of work all these things um they're just upset uh, you can't change last minute like that. And um, they're letting their voice be heard about this. So uh, a lot of Karens out there on Facebook are upset. Um, but it'll give us an opportunity to uh, see Paul Skeens for the first time this year. Um, Paul Skeens will probably be one of the top. He'll be in the top 10 possibly of the draft this year if uh, all goes projected. But um big transfer out of air force obviously he was going to get the friday night start and i don't think that's been pretty much a basically they said that a few weeks ago skeins is friday night guy 100 percent. he's our our ace um and then they followed up with saturday riley cooper um who's obviously everybody knows who riley cooper is from last year um you know put in a lot of different situations last year and was probably our most consistent pitcher of the entire year. They're giving him the start on Saturday. And then the one that surprised me um, was our Sunday starter. And now I'm just completely whiffing on his name. All of a sudden we have the show and I'm completely whiffing. But uh, Chase, um, what was his last name? God damn it. That's that's how surprised I am by this. Uh, Chase, I actually had to Google who he was. And, and again, guys, I'm a fucking fan. I'm just a fan. I'm not in the media. Chase Shores. So um, Chase Shores is getting the uh, start on Sunday. I'm a fan, and I am not here to, to dive into X's and O's and depth charts and all the facts and info. I'm not the guy in, you know, with all the behind the scenes knowledge. I like to give my opinion 
And hopefully if you're, if you've been listening for as long as we've had our podcast, you would know that by now. But, um, I was surprised at Chase Shores. I, it's not a name that I've been hearing a lot of, and I'm sure if there are people in the inner circle of LSU baseball, they probably know everything there is to know about Chase Shores. But, um, doing my own little bit of amateur research, um, six, eight guy, six, eight, two forty, two fifty ish. Um, I love that frame. I, obviously, he's probably I think it was the top pitcher out of Texas last year, which is all, which is another great um, thing to have on your resume. Top pitcher out of Texas out of high school. That's uh, elite company. Um, so sounds like a young arm that can come in that they trust that they've seen work in the fall. And I think they, I feel like that's the one they kind of kept hush hush a little bit, and he did so well that they they're giving him a starting chance for the for the opening weekend. But from what I heard or seen with this is that they could be setting this up to where Thatcher Hurd is set up for a midweek role this week, and then the following week will be set up for the midweek role uh, against Texas on the road. Um, at the Carbrock Classic. So they set it up to where he will be in line for that for that midweek Texas start. So Thatcher Hurd could potentially be your um, either, either Saturday or Sunday guy going forward um, if this doesn't pan out. So um, I, what, I, what I take out of all this is that we have so much freaking depth on the pitching staff. More than I can ever, ever remember. And I'm old. I'm an old guy. So I'm remembering back in the 80s. This is way more depth in the pitching staff than I ever remember. There are guys that you just really haven't heard too much about this year, um, it, you know, with the with fall and um, before this. But Blake Money, he was our opening day starter last year. Haven't heard anything really about him. Christian Little was a guy that – it was a big time uh, transfer from Vandy. You hadn't really heard too much about that guy. Um, lots of guys down the list that uh, I know we lost Grant Taylor this past week, which is it, obviously it's always a blow to lose a guy that was possibly going to be in or starting the rotation. But if there was any year to ever have this happen, it's this year, right? I mean, we're loaded. We're completely loaded. And I think they're still waiting on Javin Coleman. There'll be another lefty arm coming out. Like if he can get healthy and get back into that, um, you know, good reliever role. I mean, you already have a guy like Riley Cooper, who's, you know, I I like him better at a reliever role because I just feel like he was just able to come in and like just get people out when you really needed it. But who knows? I mean, I I'm all for giving guys shots, especially in the early season, for a starting role and see how far they can go, see how it works for them. Um, I still think they may be a little up in the air on uh, a closer, possibly. Um, you still got guys like um, Helmers that really you haven't heard too much about. Um, I know I'm missing guys, but it's just, that's just kind of indicative of how much depth we have. And I know, you know, everybody's gravitating towards talking about the offense. And yes, this could be a historically great offensive team. Um, but this could be also be one of the best LSU pitching staffs that we've ever had, even with injuries. So can you imagine how good they would be 
if he had guys that were healthy. So fingers crossed, hopefully nothing else happens. No other arm injuries or anything like that. I did see, I hated this, but it was when Grant Taylor got hurt. There were a lot of, um, I believe it was Arkansas fans that jumped into the mentions on some of those, um, some of those tweets saying up oh, West West Johnson strikes again. And I didn't like seeing that. Obviously I don't I hope that's not a track record or anything, but I mean, we already had that kind of issue with Alan Dunn a little bit as well. So uh, wouldn't be anything new to us, but uh, from everything that I've seen from like West Johnson coming in, a lot of these guys like Ty Floyd are developing pitches. They're increasing their uh, miles per hour. Like, you know, everybody seems to like progress from done to now West Johnson in a, in a positive way. So um, looking forward to seeing this weekend and seeing some of these arms um, skeins, you just hear is like lights out. Um, I heard Doug Thompson on the radio today who of course is I'm sure at every practice and scrimmage, but uh, was saying that they were having to put guys on base when Skeens is pitching because they need to give him some experience or like some practice with guys on base because he's getting everybody out, which <laughs> great. It's great, <laughs> great issue to have. <laughs> so uh, looking forward to seeing some of these guys for the first time. Tommy Tanks. Can't wait to see Tommy Tanks. Guy's a specimen. Um, and I know if anybody follows me or knows, you know, I'm going to be pissed if I see Cruz leading off, which is inevitable at this point. They're going to have Cruz leading off. I'm going to be mad. He's going to hit a solo home run. I'm going to tweet about it, blah, 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 blah. I'm just ready to see these guys play. And I, at that point, we can kind of dive in. Like maybe next week or the week after, we can kind of dive into the lineup see how like the batting lineup, the batting order actually, you know, wh what would be the most productive stuff like that. I, I cannot wait to have these conversations. This, the past couple of weeks for LSU in the just news cycle has sucked, bro. Just absolutely sucked. Um, we have LSU basketball that's just like a shit show right now. I know they almost, they almost won at Georgia. I get it. Um, they are, they are a sinking ship this year. Uh, they've fallen off. We're all supposed to wait for Matt McMahon to pull off his magic. Um, uh, we can't say anything bad about no mean tweets about Matt McMahon. Can't say anything bad about him. Gotta, gotta give him time. Gotta give him his, you know, gotta get him his players in, um, on top of the players that he already got in this past year. He's going to get him more players. Um, doesn't have any players. Um, so we have to give him time, let him do his thing. Let, let McMahon cook. Um, so can't talk bad about him. So you got that going on. Um, you got this whole Dale Brown, Sue Gunner court bullshit that became actually not national news, but national media guys got involved and made it a circus. I'm glad that's put to rest. I don't, I, Pretty sure 80% of fans did not care. So we're we're having that. That's gone away. Now we can concentrate on baseball. Number one team in the country. Let's do our thing. We're a baseball school. We always have been. Um, let's get back to that era. I, I can't wait to start beating the shit out of teams, you know, 
left and right pre-conference. Now, if you've looked at the schedule before conference play, um, your toughest game is no doubt Texas. We have to go play Texas. We have to play Texas, Kansas State, and Iowa at the Carbach Classic in Houston. And um, Texas is obviously the best team out of that bunch, um, but all Power 5 schools. Um, so looking at it, I think that it ended up being uh, – 19 games. Yeah, 19 games in the uh maybe I'm wrong. It might be 17 games. Yeah, 17 games pre-conference. I said I think I think you could easily look at a 15 to t- 15 and 2, 16 and 1 record going into conference play, which you start off with a freaking gauntlet um in the SEC um in the uh, early part of the SEC season. Uh, I'm going to pull up the LSU schedule here. But um, I know Texas A&M is our first uh, matchup, which, I mean, they're going to be good, obviously, but and everybody's really good. Um, but we're going to share it here on the screen here in a second. But, yeah, Texas A&M um, at Texas A&M, Arkansas, I mean, you have you have some very quality teams that we're playing at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, here we go. We've got it on the screen right here. So as you can see, A and M. Uh, it's the middle of March. Go to A and M with three game uh, uh, schedule, and then Arkansas here, and then you follow it up with Tennessee here. So we got a gauntlet to start the season a freaking gauntlet so if we can let's get um as many freaking wins as we possibly can uh at the beginning of the season now if i kind of scroll down on this we have south carolina after that kentucky so there's a couple opportunities there old miss comes uh i'm sorry at old miss uh old miss is obviously the defending national champion um Alabama, who is a rising team in the SEC, uh, at Auburn, Mississippi State, and Georgia. So it's not quite as difficult at the end. It's still difficult in the SEC, but it's not quite as difficult at the end. Those first three weekends, though, oh, my God. That is brutal. Um, Obviously, we're loaded. A lot of expectations on us. So hopefully um, we can kind of – reach our potential here. So that's what I'm really looking forward to is let's see how really good we are with some of these uh, lower class teams to begin with Western Michigan. You know, one thing I was thinking about Western Michigan, they're going to come in and it's going to be like, it's going to feel like home. It's going to be 30 something degrees, 40 degrees, wet, humid. Um, could be something that they are actually more used to than we are. So um, looking forward to that. Um, let me know in the chat if you if you guys have any uh, thing you want to talk about for like lineup, batting order, um, who's in the field, things like that. Uh, I do want I do want to talk um, today. I fired off a tweet. Uh, the all time on my all time starting nine for LSU baseball, and I will I'm gonna I'm gonna show it. 
and I'm going to go through each uh, position and kind of give you my why, um, because it wasn't just thrown thrown out there. But um, if you can see, that's a baseball diamond. Um, and anybody listening, I'm going to explain this to you. We have a baseball diamond on the screen. Um, but we have our all-time starting nine. I have Brad Cressy at catcher. I never got. I didn't get any kind of pushback on that today on Twitter. I got a pushback on pretty much everybody, but I never didn't get anything about Cressy. Um, I got a couple of like, I got one Propierski, one Cade Savick. Like, okay, gotcha, bro. Uh, it's Brad Cressy. Um, and this is more about like, okay, not only. Um, a great player, but the longevity, the, you know, stats are there. Like all that's there. Like you got to go with Cressy here. Uh, we're going to go around the horn. So the biggest Liberty that I took, and I prefaced this in the beginning is that I put Brandon Larson at third. Now my, my issue was, okay, Bregman and Larson at shortstop to me were the shortstops. Um, Larson ended up playing third when he, when he left LSU in the minors and some of the pros, um, didn't play shortstop ever again. Bregman, I know is playing third now, but Bregman was a better shortstop at LSU defensively than Larson was. So that's why I split them up this way. Brandon Larson at third, Alex Bregman at, at short, got a lot. Well, shouldn't say a lot, got a good amount of pushback from one person about Russ Johnson being the shortstop. Russ Johnson played with Todd Walker, um, hit 400 one year. Um, and you can make that argument. But for me, Alex Bregman um, was one of the best players in the country, if not the best player in the country, in the dead ball era, it felt like, in college baseball. Or dead bat era, I should say. Um, Todd Walker, second base. I actually had a couple of people try to say, um, what about Mike Fontenot and what about, I forget who else, maybe DJ LeMahieu. I could listen to you maybe if you're a little bit, but no, no, no. It's Todd fucking Walker, Todd Walker. He might be the best player we've ever had. It's Todd Walker. Stop with this recency bias. It's Todd Walker. It's always has been. And it always will be. It's Todd Walker. Um, first base, Eddie Furnace. I had a guy actually come at me with Wes Grisham today for first base. Matt Clark, first base. It's Eddie Furnace. And please, it's E-D-D-Y Furnace. Not I-E. Don't say I-E and think you know anything about LSU baseball. It's E-D-D-Y. Eddie Furnace. He will always be the number one first baseman. Okay, so here's where the major controversy was. I, I see. I have Ben McDonald at pitcher. We're not going to pass that up. Ben McDonald's at pitcher. I did get some Aaron Nola's. Um, I could interchange either one of them because I I do I I loved Aaron Nola and I think he's a great pitcher. But Ben McDonald to me is all time all time pitcher. Was there for a long long period of time whenever we were really an up and coming program and kind of breaking through. So Ben McDonald for me is all time guy. Plus he was a rubber arm. Like I mean. There's a lot of stories about Ben McDonald that we could share, but I'll digress. Uh, we're going to move on to the outfield. Uh, Antoine DePlantis 
is my left fielder. And before I get into that, we'll move around to the center field, Mikey Matuk. And then if we move over to the right field, it's Blake Dean. Um, here were the pushbacks. Uh, got a lot of Albert, uh, Joey Bell, should say Joey Bell. A lot of uh, Joey, don't call me Albert Bells. Uh, got some Lyle Moutons. I got a surprising amount of Jared Mitchells. And I know Jared is doing a podcast with Mikey and all that, but like you can't look at those stats and tell me that Jared Mitchell is on an all-time starting nine, like one of the all-time right fielders or whatever, like left fielder, either one. Like here's my thing about DePlantis. He's the all-time hits leader. Say whatever you want. You can tell me that he's been there forever and he has so many at-bats. He's the all-time hits leader in LSU baseball history. Do you know who he's beating there? He's beating Jason Williams. He's beating Eddie Furness. He's beating Russ Johnson. He's beating Todd Walker. He's beating Alex Brevin. He's the all-time hits leader. He had to be on this list. I'm sorry. For me, he has to be on this list. You may not like him as much as other players. You may think that other players were more talented, whatever. He had to be on this list. Mikey Matuk, center field, to me, I, there, the only arguments I could have heard, I did hear a lot of Dylan Cruz. Dylan Cruz needed to be the shortstop. I didn't feel comfortable putting Dylan Cruz as the all-time starting nine for LSU baseball, and he's still playing. I don't think that's fair to that kid. Uh, but also, like, no, not yet. And maybe after this year. Maybe after this year, I think he's probably there as a center fielder, but not right now. Um, you got guys like Mike Kerner. You got uh, Andrew Stevenson. You got, I mean, you have some dudes. Um, but for me, it was Mikey Mata. Blake Dean. Um, that's another one as far as people saying that he was just there the whole, like for a long time. You got to look at Blake Dean's numbers, man. I think he's like second in runs all time. He's like third in RBI. He's, um, I think he's like top five in doubles and triples. Like, you know, I think he was like a 340 career average or something like that. Maybe a little lower than that. Um, the guy produced for four years, yes. But that shouldn't be a detriment for him. That shouldn't be a negative. Um, but definitely... The only ones that I could have heard were Joey Bell, uh, Lyle Mouton over Blake Dean. I would have listened to those, and I would have hard have I would have a hard time arguing either way. Now I did argue a little bit with the Blake Dean over uh, Joey Bell, just to kind of give you an idea. Like he, I think he had like 130 more hits than Albert Bell did at LSU. Albert Bell didn't play for four years. He actually got kicked off the team in his third year. But talented, yes, he was more talented than Blake Dean. But um, not enough to be on an all-time team. Like, you got you to give me more than that. Um, so let me know in the chat if you if you want. Or uh, send us a, uh, an email or a text or, um, sorry, a tweet. And um, I'm not fucking giving you my cell phone number. Are you kidding me? Um, no, give us a tweet 
um, comment under that. Let us know who you think. I had a I had a good time actually talking about that today. I love talking about historic teams and um, you know I had a couple guys in the chat. I think it was um, Ryan Patterson uh, chimed in a little bit. Patrick Coogan chimed in. Um, so yeah, I love hearing from these old guy older guys and uh, hearing what their take was. I know uh, Ben McDonald uh, kind of came in a little bit in the conversation and he was he's going to be big for uh, Joey Bell because I know he was right there when he was, when he was coming up and he knows how crazy good of a hitter he was. I, I'm a huge Lyle Mouton fan uh, from growing up and it killed me not to have Lyle Mouton on this list. Um, some other people that people were talking about. Um, let's see. We were talking about uh, Aaron Hill being left off of this list. DJ LeMayhew being left off the list. Jason Williams being left off. Um, one guy nobody ever even discussed was uh, Nathan Dunn. Because uh, I, I basically got rid of third baseman and I moved Brandon Larson. So, um, yeah, I had fun with that. And I know what I'm getting into whenever I do these lists. I know people are going to crush me on Twitter. And I look forward to it every day. Um, but no, I, uh, I love hearing you guys, um, give me your, I, I like to debate them. Um, it's my list, so I can do whatever the fuck I want, but you have your opinion. I have my opinion and I love to debate those opinions. Um, so let me know if you guys had any differentiating, um, uh, players on there. Now, if I did a batting lineup, let me pull that back up. It, I almost did this today. I almost pulled up. Okay. Like here's my starting nine my batting lineup. I didn't have a DH in there. So if I had a DH, I would probably do Lyle Mouton. But if, uh, like lead off guy to Plantis, um, you know, two hole Bregman, uh, probably three hole Todd Walker, four hole furnace. Larson's going to be the five hole. Like, dude, we're fucking loaded. Yeah, Cressy's still there. Ma took. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous at this point. Um, again, had fun with that. Um, yeah, uh, crying bellies in the. Uh, sorry for your uh, possible divorce, Brian. Crying belly. We got to talk about that too. Uh, I've gotten crushed for my football rankings list last year. I put Stetson as the as the top three in Hinn and Hooker at number one. Yeah, that held up. For sure that held up. Uh, there's a lot of, like, whenever you put anybody from Tennessee, like, high on a list, LSU fans fucking freak. They're like, no way. I think I did that uh, a couple, uh, maybe maybe a month or so ago. I did a, um, oh, yeah, that's what it was. It was a new year, 2023 uh, my predictions for 2023, like broad predictions. And one of them was we were going to go back to the SEC championship game. We were going to lose to Tennessee in the SEC championship game. And man, I got, of all the things that they could have roasted me on, they roasted me on that one. Like, that's not, how's that so bold of a take? Like Tennessee is going to be pretty good. Like, I think they could possibly take down Georgia this year. Like, I don't get it. Whatever. Um, anyway, um, 
Yeah, so, all right, adding on to the negative news cycle, um, Brian Kelly files for divorce last Monday, and then I may have done the podcast. I may have done the podcast the day that this came out. That's what it was. So we hadn't actually talked about this. So it was last Thursday. Um, last Thursday, WBRZ puts out that Brian Kelly filed for divorce. Um, Brian Kelly's kids um, posting out, they're fine. This is fake news. Well, then it comes out that obviously Brian Kelly did file for divorce on Monday. And between Monday and Thursday, um, they are getting back together. They reconcile. I've heard from people that they've seen Brian Kelly with this other girl before, and it's it's out there. People know of what's going on, and uh, but hopefully they've reconciled. Who knows? But to say that like WBRZ was like fake news is ridiculous. Like it wasn't fake news. It was somebody filed a report and they haven't withdrawn it yet. So it looks like he's filed for divorce It may still, who knows, but, um, talk about another thing to add on like that LSU basketball, the court naming bullshit, all that stuff. Like, can we get rid of all this and get to baseball? Can we just start baseball now? So thank God we've gotten to the point we have. Nobody's died. We've gotten here. Let's cross the finish line. We got tomorrow. Western Michigan, let's let's like put all that bad juju out on Alex Box Field or sorry, Skip Burtman Field at Alex Box. Let me <laughs> almost made a massive mistake with the name. Um, are we even going to talk about basketball at this point? Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. Um, <sighs> it is a broken record. Uh, the part that still pisses me off the most is people acting like you can't talk negatively about LSU basketball this year. Like, oh, we all knew what was going to happen, and um, Matt McMahon just didn't – he had zero players. Like, let's go over all the excuses. He had zero players. That's how I That's how I hear their tweets whenever they tweet. They had zero players. I mean, what do you expect? <clears throat> well, obviously. But he did bring in a good amount of guys in the transfer portal that were his fucking guys. He brought in the number 11 recruiting class in the country. We don't want to talk about that. We just want to like give more excuses to this guy, which is fine. Like, I hope it works out. I hope this is just like a one-off year. But like, give me a fucking break. I that's what I hate. Like, yeah, we're on a 13 game losing streak and we look like shit. What I hate is the fans acting like this is what's supposed to happen. No. You should be pissed off. First of all, you should be pissed off at Scott Wilber for this to even be happening. You should be pissed off at that. You should be pissed off that Will Wade isn't your coach anymore and he's going to be coaching somewhere else next year. You should be pissed off that you started off the season looking good and you beat an Arkansas team and it looks like you got the big head after you beat Arkansas and the ship fucking fell off. And I'm sorry, but Matt McMahon has something to do with that. You should be able to say those things. And you should have higher expectations, especially with a transfer portal. And like, who are they bringing in next year? They have they have barely any recruiting coming in. They have this kid Corey Chess, but like, 
I mean, a swing, a swing forward. I mean, like we know we need another fucking swing forward at this point, right? No, we have no guys coming in yet that we know of. You better fucking light the transfer portal up if you're trying to say that you don't have players. And if that's the, if that's the uh, excuse that's going around, that's the. Um, spin that we're wanting to put on this season is we don't have enough players. We don't have the talent to play with these teams. That's why we're getting beat by fucking 40 points. That's why we can't, um, we don't know what to do at the end of the game. We, you know, it's ridiculous. I think Noah, Noah on the Jordy Collada show, Noah, Noah Tingle, he's a good kid on the Jordy Collada show. He had a breakdown of juice Hill on that last possession. It was fantastic. Go pull it up on Twitter. If you can, um, I love what those guys do with this. So they did a breakdown. Juice Hill gets the ball. Uh, they they set up actually a good play to KJ Williams get the get the play in. But before all that happened, they roll the ball to Juice Juice Hill, and he lets the ball roll, and no time comes off the clock. Then he gets the ball. They do a quick a quick play to KJ Williams. He makes it. Then Georgia has time on the clock because he rolled the ball in. Like, little bullshit like that. I'm sorry. Juice Hill was your fucking point guard at Murray State. This is you, bro. That's a you, bro thing. So, yeah, you got me. I think, crying belly, you got me on a tirade that I didn't really want to go down on. But here we are. Um, Hal's in the chat. Thank you, Hal. Baseball is going to kick butt tomorrow, and then basketball will get their one win in seven weeks Saturday. That's right. South Carolina comes in. so Or is it? Or, I, yeah, I think it's here, right? Um, South Carolina, um, equally as bad as us. So, yeah, maybe we can get that win. Uh, we'll get to two wins on the, on the season for SEC. Um, I guess that would be our uh, stepping stone. Everybody's going to be – I can't wait for the reactions after that. Um, basketball is an embarrassment currently. Sure is. It is. Um, Juice Hill needs to be benched and not play again. Uh, yeah. I mean, who are we going to play? Like, we, we have no point guard. This is the problem. Um, he's the closest thing that we have to a point guard. And at this point, I'm ready. I'm ready to play the freshman every game. Uh, give me all of, I, I, and I know what people say, you know, he, he doesn't play defense is Tyra Ward. Let, I want to see Tyra Ward read. And I want to see Sean Phillips play 20 minutes a game, all three of them at this point. If you feel like they're going to be contributors to the team next year, I want to play them. Um, call me crazy, but I think we'll beat Ole Miss too. That's about it. I possibly. And it looks like that could be, uh, maybe we beat Ole Miss and then that's, um, Kermit uh, Kermit Davis is on his way out after that, and then they bring in Will Wade. Wouldn't that be nice? It's a shit show. Basketball is a shit show. Women's basketball is doing great. I'm hoping the women um, get a good seed in the tournament. And um, I was talking to a coworker today or a couple days ago about this, but uh, LSU basketball could be LSU women's, I, sh- I should say, uh, could be on the two line, like the two seed line, and. Um, we were talking about some possible matchups. If they could get matched up with like a Indiana as a one seed in their bracket, um, that would be probably the best draw for them to try to get to uh, the Final Four. 
but um yeah I, i'm interested to see what how they finish i'm i don't think they're gonna lose another game other than if they play south carolina again in the um sec tournament um matt do you really think ole miss will hire will i don't know i do not know um i know ole miss is going to be looking for a coach and will wade is going to be available you know who else is available chris beard is available right now talk about a good coach um kentucky is going to need a coach possibly and i could see chris beard going to kentucky and cal going to texas doing the old switcheroo uh i could see that easily but i don't know i think i think i think that could be a good place for will wade, wade to land is ole miss um I couldn't see like a big time basketball school hiring him right now. They're going to want to see how that plays out a little bit. Not that there's anything to see, but um, probably because of the public backlash and like PR that that could bring to the school um, in a negative light. That's why it could be Ole Miss. But I, I do. Yeah, I think he would do well there. And um, I, uh, I think that would be a good, a good little spot for him to land. If I remember right, didn't Andy Kennedy get in trouble at Cincy and then he went to Ole Miss? Like, it was another good little spot for him to to land. I don't remember what that was, but, like, I remember something like that. And that was – he did well. He did decent at Ole Miss, you know. All right, so LSU baseball tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Skeens on the mound, 3 o'clock. I get off of work right at 3 o'clock, so we're going to be watching that. Um and I look forward to seeing this pitching rotation um, and how it, how it lands out. I want to see Riley Cooper, and obviously I want to see uh, this new kid on Sunday, and I keep fucking forgetting his name. Keep forgetting his name. Chase something. We'll get it. We'll get it next week. Next week we'll be solid with it. Um, but that's me. That's how we roll at 1T1 Podcast. So. Uh, we appreciate all you guys for joining us. Uh, wanted to go a little early tonight because of this weather. Uh, I was worried about the uh, power, actually. So we made it, though. So um, appreciate you guys. Check out our sponsors. Um, we played them in the beginning, but uh, we got Brandon Lejean over at Courtesy Automotive Group. Patrick Michelson at Bank of England uh, Mortgage. Call him. Uh, but also Lucas Ragusa at River City's Total Maintenance. Fred's in Tigerland and Bocock Brothers Cigars. We appreciate all those guys. Please check those guys out. Uh, tell them that we sent you. Uh, love you guys. And uh, we will talk to you guys uh, next week. Again, it's been One Team, One Podcast. Logan out.